Are you a woman over 50 looking to revitalize your health and fitness? Join me on the journey to a stronger, leaner you with the Faster Way to Fat Loss, my signature six-week nutrition and fitness program. Whether you're an empty nester seeking more energy or aiming to feel leaner and stronger year-round, this is for you. Say goodbye to fad diets and hello to a sustainable lifestyle that brings results. Discover the power of personalized coaching, me, effective workouts, and a supportive community. Together, let's achieve your health goals and embrace the energy you deserve. Join the Faster Way to Fat Loss program now and start empowering your journey towards a healthier you. Make sure you check out the show notes today for a link to get signed up for my January 1st round of the Faster Way to Fat Loss. Welcome to Pep Talk and Pickleball, the podcast that's here to uplift, empower, and inspire midlife women on their journey towards a healthier, happier, and more confident second half of life. I am your host, Jill Lewis, and I'm thrilled to have you join me on this exciting adventure. If you are a midlife woman looking for that extra boost of positivity and guidance as you navigate the world of health, nutrition, fitness, and the unique experiences of the empty nest phase, well, you are in the right place. This podcast is your dedicated source of uplifting pep talks that will reignite your spark and help you embrace the incredible opportunities that Life Second Act has to offer. And here's the twist. It's not just about life advice. We're also about having a blast on the court. So if you're like me and you've fallen head over heels for the fun game of pickleball, well, you're going to love how I weave my passion for the game into almost every episode. From strategies to stories, we'll keep the pickleball love alive. All right. So this is Pep Talk and Pickleball. Let's grab our paddles and let the pep talks roll. Welcome back. This is your host, Jill Lewis. I'm so glad that you have joined me today to listen to some pep talk and pickleball. So speaking of pickleball, I've been neglecting my pickleball uh, people by not talking about it for the last several weeks. And I am kind of like doing one of those that I didn't ask my son. We got so involved talking a few weeks ago about his health journey that I forgot to talk about his pickleball journey because he plays. He's pretty good. Both of my boys play. We try to get my daughter to play with us, but honestly, we're all such psycho competitive people. I think we um, scare her a little bit. (laughs) And my daughter is a very petite gal and my boys are very, very tall. And so I think for her, she's just like, y'all just have fun with that. I'm good. But anyway, um, yeah. So for my pickleball people, this episode is for you. I'm going to be talking all about what's been going on with me and there's been a lot going on. Okay. First of all, I have an injury and I've been trying to ignore it and thinking it would go away. It started a couple months ago and it just has slowly gotten worse and worse. And it's unfortunately, it's my right thumb. It's this little spot for those of you that are watching this. It's like, you know, if you hold your thumb and your hand up, like stop, like you're making the stop sign. Um, it's in that little V uh, closer to the thumb and it's just right there. And it's like, it's like a bump and it freaking hurts, especially when I'm, it actually hurts the most when I'm lifting heavy weights, when I go to load my weight. So sometimes I do squats, like a front loaded squat. And so to get that weight up, 
you know, I kind of take it up the body and I rack it up like that. And when that weight comes down on that spot, ah, hurts so bad, which is such a bummer for me. And um, in pickleball, when I'm playing, when I hit, it's like when I'm squeezing the paddle, which I know you're not supposed to have a death grip on your paddle for sure. But there's something about on my backhand, I guess I squeeze more, kind of bothers it. So it's just something I'm noticing and that it's kind of making me change up my grip a little bit, which isn't great for my game. So was that last week? I decided, you know what? Before I head to Florida this winter, let me just get this thing x-rayed. So I called my friend who's also our family doctor. Um, He's our PCP. And basically... He said it's caused like a bursa or a soft tissue to get inflamed. So it calcified the area and um, there's really nothing I can do other than, I mean, I could go to a hand surgeon and have them look at it, but I mean, am I really going to get surgery on this? No. Also, one of my friends, her husband is a physical therapist and he looked at it too and was like, yeah, you know, it's really nothing that like therapy is going to fix and just try to live with it as long as you can. Um, because surgery is going to be a total pain in the neck, you know? And um, so if I could do, like I've been wearing gloves when I, I'm holding on my glove right now. This is an old just weightlifting glove. I need something though that's got more cushion. So I'm going to try to find like a gel pad I can put there at the base of my thumb, especially when I'm lifting weights. But do you know when else it hurts too? It's uh, when I open jars or if I'm like, so if I'm trying to squeeze and twist, ah, that does not feel good at all. I have no idea. I can't attribute this to one specific injury. I'm thinking um, it's just that constant beating against with the paddle and then with lifting weights. Um, my focus, interestingly enough, through the last couple of months, I've really been trying to put on muscle. I've been in a maintenance phase where it's interesting how so many of the people that I work with, and I was this way forever too, you're just constantly in restrict, restrict. Uh, you're in like a diet mode all the time where you are under consuming your calories because you think I need to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight when in actuality, you really shouldn't be in a deficit for that long, that often. So what you want to do is what I'm doing right now is kind of finding where my maintenance calories or my maintenance macros are. So that has meant I'm eating a lot more food in this season, which is pretty awesome, but I'm really just trying to increase, make major strength goals because you can't... I mean, really, if you're in a deficit all the time, that makes gaining muscle, like building muscle on your body, quite difficult to do. So it takes food (laughs) to good quality food, protein, especially to, you know, help you build muscle. So by lifting the extra weights, eating more food, that's what I've been doing. So all that to say, I think that lifting extra weight is what just that right there. Dang it. So that's been a major, major bummer for me. Um, It's not stopping me from playing pickleball, though. I will persevere. You can believe that. My doctor's like, well, what about, what if you tried playing left-handed? And that's a solid no. (laughs) I can't even, like, I can hardly brush my hair left-handed, so there's no way (laughs) that's going to happen. So, okay, with pickleball, what's been going on? Well, I'm in Southern Illinois still, and the weather has actually, temperature-wise, it's not been that bad for December, but 
it's just been enough of it's either the wind or it's rained. Something like that has kind of been getting in the way. And I will admit it, I'm a big baby when it comes to winter. I always have been. And that's why I live in Florida in the winter now. And so I've been playing a lot more indoor, which is okay. It's not the same. I really miss the vitamin D, that natural sunlight. I'm just like an outdoors kind of person. I mean, I'm not an outdoors person in the sense that I want to go like tent camping, but I'm an outdoor person when it comes to pickleball, okay? Or going on a hike. All right, I'll do those things. So I love being outside in, in that way. Um, so I've been playing inside over at the SIU Rec Center, and they have like a little basketball court area that they ha can have three pickleball courts on. And the nice thing that they're doing this year is they're putting new flooring over the basketball court. And I, it kind of looks like a temporary, I guess, floor, but it just makes it so much easier to see. The surface is so much better. So one of the courts is like that. It's this extra, it's a special pickleball flooring on top of the basketball court. And the other one is, um, the other ones are not. And so when you're playing on the basketball court, it's just not great. As you can imagine, the nets are really nice, but, um, you have to play with a different, like a softer ball. Um, it feels like I have to hit it so much harder because it doesn't bounce as much. And so that kind of throws you off then when you go to play back outside again. And then the other thing I'm noticing is just, it's so hard to see. And I feel like I'm squinting so, so hard. Uh, when I'm playing, I almost get a little bit of a headache because that's how I have to really, it's harder to see the ball when you play inside. For those of you that play indoors, I think you know what I mean. It's difficult. It's just, it's just strange, but I love the people that I play with so much and I'm going to miss them when I'm in Florida. So this week, especially I've been trying to play as much as I can yesterday afternoon. It was so cold. I walked the dog. I was in just North wind, just went right through me. And I'm like, sorry, people, I cannot do that. And then today we've got crazy winds. So I'm not doing that tonight either. Hopefully I'm going to be able to get out there. And then I was invited to play tomorrow morning, but it's just too much stuff going on this week. Thursday is my last shot. So hopefully I can see several of my Southern Illinois pickleball friends before I leave for the winter, which I'm so excited about. So yes, I'm heading to Florida later this week and I will be there for about four months. Uh, my husband and I, if you're a new listener, we purchased a home in uh, Southwest Florida. Well, this will be our second winter going down there. Love it, obviously, because of the weather. There's some really sweet, really fun people down there. It's a golf community. We're not like right on the um, golf or anything. <laughs> we are uh, in a golf, pickleball, tennis community. It's, it's just wonderful. I mean, what can you say? I feel like we're living, one of my friends calls it like this crystal bubble that we're living in down there. And it is so true. Um, but it is really a special place and uh, I love it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to drive the dog. We have a 10 year old chocolate lab. So I'm going to drive her with a ton of our stuff down to uh, pick up or meet my daughter in her school. She goes to school down in Alabama and she's at Auburn University. So we're going to go down to Auburn and I'm going to spend the night. And the next morning when she's finished with her finals, we're going to load up. She's going to follow me in her vehicle down to Southwest Florida. That'll be about a nine hour drive. And there will be, and she's going to spend her whole Christmas break with me, which I am absolutely thrilled about. If you're an empty nester, you know, there's just it's so wonderful to have them. And then selfishly, when you go down to 
Florida, you know, this isn't around all of her high school friends. So she's not really going out. So you don't have the stress of them coming back to their hometown and going out every night. So it's a huge win-win for me as a parent. And same when the boys come now, you know, my sons, they're both, you know, working, fully adulting. So when they come down to Florida, it's the same thing. They're stuck with us. Nobody has a car. <laughs> they're all <laughs> stuck with us. And I don't know, we, my, you know, my husband and I, we just selfishly love Christmas down there. Um, last year I drove down there with a ton of our Christmas stuff and it all wouldn't fit in there. And so I've been kind of going through the rest of the Christmas items that are here in Illinois and I've gotten rid of a bunch of stuff, but I've also condensed and I've packed up what I'm going to take down to Florida. Um, so that my daughter and I, when I was down there in Florida in November, I set up the tree, got a lot of stuff out so that when my daughter and I go down there, all we have to do is just decorate the tree and we'll be done. So that will be so much fun. So yeah, heading to Florida and I love playing down there too. It's a completely different vibe. So, so different. You know, um, when I go play at our, in our community, which has a club and it has eight courts and um, it's just all such way varying levels of play. When I play in Illinois, I'm playing with, I would say like 90% of the people that I play with, we're all very close. Um, some are better than others. You know, I'm certainly not the best at all. Um, I'm probably fall somewhere in the middle, but like, we're all kind of in the same, like we all have good games and we know how to pair off. And, um, and then we've got some other people that play with us that are better, but we all play really well together. And then when I go down to Florida, you've got beginners, you've got um, some older folks that are playing that they might have been amazing tennis players at one time, but, you know, they're just not as agile as they used to be. And then you've got some excellent players, too. So it's pretty interesting to see how that all goes. Um, and but the wonderful thing about playing in Florida when I'm down there is every morning I can just ride my bike. It's about a mile from my house. Um, I can ride my bike to the fitness center. I can work out. I can play pickleball. And every morning there's people out there ready to play. So you can just play some pickup games, which is a lot of fun. So I'll do that. That's pretty much how I start almost every morning down there. And then I can work late morning, afternoon on all of my um, nutrition and coaching stuff. And yeah, that's pretty much how I spend my days. Now, my goal when I get down there this time is I want to broaden my horizons a little bit and I want to get out of my community and play in more like public facilities. So there is a public park down in Fort Myers that I have joined a group, like a team reach group on my, uh, which is an app, like a, you know, communication app. And, um, I'm going to check into that group. Um, I am also a member of another kind of, a pickleball club that's up in Punta Gorda. So I'm going to go hope I played in that some last year. It was, it was tricky to, to kind of get into the group, but hopefully they'll invite me back and play again. I've shown them that I can play. So what am I working on in my pickleball game right now? Well, unfortunately it's the same things that I've been working on. <laughs> and that is after I hit the ball, do not drop my arm. I got to stay in a more ready position and be ready for that ball. Once I hit a good shot, I tend to watch it and then 
thinking that they're not going to get it. And then they get it and it comes right back to me and I'm completely not ready. Isn't that so ridiculous? So I need to be just, once I've hit the ball, assume it's coming back to me. I'm always assuming, or I'm not assuming anything. And I need to be assuming that it's always, that their shot is going to make it, that their shot's going to be in and that it's coming to me. So I just need to be more prepared. Here's another thing I'm noticing that is a horrible habit is when I'm on the left side of the court, so it's my forehands to the middle, I've been just like letting balls go by. You know, if I took the shot, they return it down the middle. I'm kind of like, oh, my partner's going to get that. Like, what? Oh my gosh. I don't know what has happened to me, but it's like my brain just leaves me. So I just need to be more ready just in general, just be ready all the time. So that's kind of my thing. Um, I feel like my dinking's gotten better. There's uh, my my serve. I've heard people compliment my serve. I feel good about that. If you knew me two years ago, that would shock you because my serve was awful. Um, so yeah, there's things that are definitely improving. Uh, I do follow, I had Michelle on the podcast last year. I think that was my top rated podcast episode, by the way. I might link that for us in the show notes because it really was. It was the one that is um, Pickleball and Couples Therapy. And I follow her on Instagram, the Dink Shrink. You should follow her too, the Dink Shrink. And she gives a lot of just really good tips on pickleball. And one of them is just your breath work. And even before you're serving, just, and then serve, like take a breath. I love that. I've been using that. That really helps a lot because I tend to be a fast I'm a very impatient person. Okay. You probably, I don't know if you know that about me, but I'm extremely I lack patience is what I should say. Okay. In a bad way. So when it comes to the games, I like to like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I, I need to not do that when I serve. Cause when I'm rushing, that's when I miss my serve. So I like that kind of a reset breath, <sighs> even when my partner's serving, when they're serving before any point, just do, wherever you are on the court, just do a reset breath. I think is so, so smart. All right. Okay, so what else is going on? Well, really other than getting ready for Christmas and getting ready to move um, to Florida for the winter, that's pretty much all I can think about. What I'm not really thinking about is that I'm turning 50 in just a couple of weeks. It's such a weird, a weird thing. And here's what I think is getting to me because I remember my parents turning 50 and thinking, wow, are they old? <laughs> terrible. I remember my mother having a surprise birthday party for my dad on his 50th birthday. And I literally thought they were so old. So I think my parents were like 36, 37 when they had me. So they really weren't that old. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway. So yes, I do have a big birthday coming up. We're going to spend it down in Florida with the kiddos, which is perfect. Um, Moving during Christmas is always interesting. However, this year, I mean, the smartest thing I've done is just when it comes to shopping, my kids, I'm like, tell me, is it, what would you like for Christmas? And I, they know I'm doing my shopping. The bulk of my shopping is done by Cyber Monday that night because I do it all online between Friday and Monday of that weekend after Thanksgiving. And I've had everything I bought shipped to our house 
in Florida. And one of my good friends is my neighbor. She lives down the street from me and she has been the best Christmas elf of all time. Every day she's checking and she's taking my packages inside. So that has been amazing. And she's been putting them all inside. She's even said she would hide some because she could tell some were from, you know, don't, doesn't it drive you crazy when the name of the product is on the outside of the box? Like what? Let me just stop right now and say this. If you are listening to this on speaker and you have younger ones around, maybe just turn it off. <laughs> okay. Now that we're safe. When my daughter Ava was tiny, she wanted the Barbie dream house and lo and behold, it shows up on our front porch. It's the whole like picture of the Barbie dream house on the box, clear as day. And it's sitting by our front door on our, picking her up from, she might've been in kindergarten. I think we're on our way home from school. And she's like, look, the Barbie dream house is there. And I'm like, what? So I quickly, I don't know how I thought of this. I said, oh yeah, we're, we're donating that to some charity, you know, some little girl that needs it. And she thankfully is a true sweetheart and was like, that's so nice. I hope I get one too, but that's so nice. I mean, went right. I, I don't even know. But anyway, back to my story. So yeah, like some of these packages, they have the names of the product on the outside of the box. And you're like, can we not do that? <laughs> Especially in the holidays, can we just not do that? So anyway, so she's hiding some. So that has been amazing. That's going to save me so much space. My husband has a truck that I'm going to be driving down there. It's a big truck, but still, I've got like four or five boxes of Christmas things. I've got all of my clothes, my husband's clothes. Um, he's not going down there yet because he's got a lot of work to do in the month of December. Still, it's a busy, busy month in his job. So, um, he's going to fly down later, but yeah, I, I mean, the car will be full. Plus I have my dog who's, you know, a chocolate lab. She's not tiny and all of her stuff. <laughs> so it will be filled to the guild. And I was laughing because I was going through, I've really been trying to it's like I'm doing spring cleaning in December. When I took all my fall stuff down, I just have been scrubbing shelves in my kitchen. I have a lot of open shelving and it not only gets dusty, but it's greasy because it's on either side of my stovetop. And so it's like dusty grease, not fun. So you really got to kind of scrub at that. So cleaned off all of that just mentally makes me feel so much better. I've been kind of reorganizing all of my, the drawers in my closet and in my bedroom, just so that when I come back in the spring, feels better, you know? So we're not at the point yet where we're like leaving a bunch of clothes down there because a, I am driving back and forth. Um, so I drive down in December, I'll drive back in April. I have the dog. I'm always going to drive as long as we have the dog. She's coming with me and I'm going to drive her. And this is the vehicle that we have down there. So at some point when the dog is no longer with us and when we get a vehicle that we leave down in Florida, then I probably will just fly down there and I won't, you know, have all the stuff to haul back and forth. But at this point, I kind of like being able to take what I want down there it's hard to even remember. I mean, talk about the most first world problem of all time. 
it has to be this, that when you trying to figure out what to take to your second house in Florida, I know you're grossed out. I'm sorry, but that is an issue. That's what a lot of people that when I'm down there that are snowbirds, that's what they're talking about. (laughs) So again, first world problems for sure. So this week it's all about, you know, the important stuff, my hair appointments. It's, you know, getting all of the things done that you just need to make sure that I'm not forgetting anything. So yeah. And then of course, playing pickleball with my friends one more time um, so that I can see them and because it'll be a while, you know? All right. Well, that's all I have for you today. I am wishing you a great week. Hopefully you're getting your Christmas shopping done and you're feeling really good about that and that you're able to play some pickleball. Um, Let me know how you're doing on social media. You know that you can follow me on Instagram at Jill B. Lewis or on Facebook at Jill Lewis Living. And I'm always open to hear your pickleball stories. And if they're really good, I'll share them here on the podcast. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.